0: Arc 1 left our heroes in disarray, but life goes on. Dr. Aluso gives Oka, Manaya, Dewey, and V their next quest. Investigate the profane undeath in the Court of Ravens. Apparently, the denizens of the court just can't die. This is likely caused by an echo of the Raven Queen, the goddess of birth and death, similar to how the Shred of Vinash was causing the rage in Dabathati. Our party is also intent on finding Manaya's parents, presumed dead from a shipwreck 7 years ago on their way to the court. But, as the Princess of Leaves has informed Manaya, they're not actually dead. After traveling across Talamad, outrunning a murderous dinosaur spawned by the cataclysm and sharing tents with Squeak's hippos, our party breaches the Paludo Weald. They form a plan to sail the Black Tongue River to Green Open Water, a primary port village of the court and a good place to get answers about shipwrecks. On their way to Green Open Water, our PCs stop by the Weavespun Nest, a holy site for worshippers of the Raven Queen. Our heroes hope to find answers about the profane undeath as well as ideas about how to stop it. And at this nest, our heroes re-encounter Rev, the Drow woman who helped Oka and Manaya in the monster fighting pits way back in Dabathati, the shard of the Raven Queen emerges from the nest, forcing Rev to kneel and addressing each of our heroes as paragons. Apparently, it's not just Oka who's a paragon. Manaya, Dewey, and V are too. Manaya is the paragon of Mahu. Dewey is the paragon of Gall Tanger and V is the paragon of Scod and Nectus, and so is Rev. Rev is the paragon of the Raven Queen, the source of the undeath itself. The Raven Queen knows that the now is separated from the after. She's using the remains of her power to prevent her worshippers from dying, so that their souls might be preserved in their bodies, If she were reunited with her paragon, then she could end the undeath and help keep her worshippers' souls safe in the now, a temporary fix to the cataclysm. Unfortunately, Rev can't accept the queen into her soul yet, there's just way too much hatred in her heart. Our heroes learn that Rev's name is short for Revenant. She's an undead monstrosity, powered by her singular desire to exact vengeance on the Myriad. After witnessing divinity unfurl before her eyes, Rev reluctantly agrees to help our heroes on their quest to find Manaya's parents, but only so long as Dewey is still being hunted down by the Myriad. Her reasons for this are unknown. And with that, the Queen bids the PCs goodbye, hoping that our heroes can help guide Rev toward the light so that Paragon and God can be reunited as one. But until then, the undeath persists. Wanting to check in with Rev, a surprisingly concerned V mind links with her. She shares an intimate memory of Sievert betraying her at her most vulnerable, moved, Rev reveals that the myriad killed Leaf Dreameye, her fiance, even though Rev let him kill her first to spare Leaf in the first place, but he went back on his promise and killed them both. V and Rev make a pact to help each other on their twin quests for vengeance. To seal the deal, Rev kisses a flustered V. Our party travels to green open water where they learn that the Ocean's Thread, Manaya's parents' ship, sailed into harbor seven years ago, with not a single soul on board. To make matters worse, something wicked is eating the memories of the dock workers right now, and no one can provide a straight answer. After poking around, Manai discovers that this memory-eating monster, also known as the Hydra Flare, is responsible for her parents' demise seven years ago, but it's also the only creature on Endake who knows where they are. Meanwhile, our party witnesses a ship called Mahu's Favor sail into port, damaged from a cataclysmic storm. Mahu's favor is from the Uhanahi Research Laboratory, also known as the URL, a shadowy magical research facility, and Dewey's former employers who seek to assassinate him by sicking the myriad on him. Researchers aboard the favor led by Dr. Ting are in the court to investigate the profane undeath. Despite Dewey's reservations, the party informs the researchers about the Hydroflayer stalking green open water. Together, our two groups lay a trap for this memory eating monstrosity. A tough boss fight later, our heroes are victorious. Uh, kind of. V forgets that Rev kissed her, and Dewey loses a precious memory of his wife Uilani and child Hana. Plus, the party notices that the monster's ear is tagged with a URL chip, another dangerous complication. Desperate to learn where Manaya's parents are, Oka accidentally absorbs a part of the monster's corruptive, empty, quote-unquote, soul. Oka discovers that Manaya's parents are trapped in the raven's eye, a fearsome whirlpool in the center of the Boundary Waters, the saltwater inlet separating the peninsula of the court from Mendake's mainland. The party decides they can't trust the researchers after all. They form a plan to commandeer Mahu's favor after it's been repaired from the storm. And to make this happen, Oka goes on a date with Mr. Solar Kim, the arrogant but charming muscle of the URL researchers, in order to obtain the tag from the dead monster. Meanwhile, Dewey investigates the private quarters of Dr. Ting aboard Mahu's Favor, where he discovers dozens of eldritch eyes plastered all over the room, radiating divination magic. Apparently, Dr. Ting has been communicating with something... Sinister. The party forms a plan to destroy the eyes. To distract Dr. Ting, V disguises herself as Adam, the blonde-haired leader of the chrysalis. She pretends she's interested in collaborating with the URL. Surprisingly enough, Dr. Ting buys the ruse and even seems to recognize Adam. He divulges information about… mother? An entity he wishes to curry favor with and… The Bodiless? An entity he claims to dislike and seems to assume that Adam works for. Meanwhile, Oka, Minaya, and Rev break into Dr. Tsing's room aboard Mahu's Favor, where the eyes turn into gnashing mouths and start siphoning Vinash from Oka's soul. Only by standing strong together do Oka and Minaya rescue Vinash and get the fuck out of a foobard mission. Using Vinash, Oka blows up Mahu's favor from the harbor. This massive explosion causes the people of green open water uh, to emerge from their cabins, awestruck. V casts Wall of Fire to block off Dr. Ting from the rest of the researchers, dock workers, and sailors. And with a show of force, the party interrogates Dr. Ting. He insists that the mysterious entity he serves, Mother, is righteous, and then he unravels into a puddle of organic matter. The wall of fire drops, V quickly disguises herself as Dr. Ting, selling the other researchers a convincing lie that Dr. Ting and the party were collaborating to hunt a secret second monster. She, as Dr. Ting, persuades the other researchers to go back to bed and under the cover of night our PCs grab their canoe and sail up the Black Tongue in search of an alternative seaworthy vessel. Oka suggests that the people of the derelict death derby might have ships for rent or sale. The derby this entire time our PCs have been ignoring is an event in the Court of Ravens led by people from the Championship of Nabal. A spectacular race through the most treacherous parts of the court The stakes are sky-high, since it's impossible for anyone to die here in the court, and the vehicles are incredible. The coveted prize for the top place winner is an audience with Atalanta, the champion of Nabal whose tenure is soon ending. Our PCs arrive at the starting line of the Derby, the river village of Shadecap, named after the huge mushrooms that populate this town. This is where Rev finally parts ways with the party. After the events of green open water and a good conversation with V, she finally feels ready to accept the Raven Queen into her soul as a true paragon. Our PCs are left to snoop around the derby, size up the competition, and ally with a motley crew called the Bone Breakers, led by the excitable Tiefling Lore. The starting gun goes off, our heroes fight through a boiling creek, a snapping turtle reserve, and a quicksand quarry to claw their way into first place. Whilst racing down the Black Tongue, Oka, Manaya, and V feel a magical wave of energy sweep across the court of ravens. This is because Rev has finally united with the Raven Queen and become an actualized paragon. And the profane undeath poof, is undone. Our PCs soar over a cliff heading straight for the Raven's Eye in a glorious line. As they approach the eye, Manaya receives a vision from her father. As it turns out, her parents are trapped in an underwater cove somewhere within the swirling whirlpool. Nali, one of Manaya's two mothers isn't dead after all, but she's dying now, for real, because the undeath is over, the undeath, this phenomena, which was keeping Nali alive this entire time. Manaya guides the PC's ship through the whirlpool with her expert sailor knowledge. The Bonebreakers sail off to safety, while our heroes dive into the vortex. At the bottom of this whirlpool, surrounded by whipping water, Minaya and Oka glimpse a magical chasm brimming with visions from the distant past and distant future, including an image of someone who looks suspiciously like Adam falling through that same chasm. Manaya leads our PCs to an air bubble cove near the whirlpool where her parents have been holed up for the past seven years. But according to them, they've only been trapped underwater for several months. Manaya's father, Napua reveals that seven years ago, the ocean's thread was indeed attacked by the very Hydra Flare our heroes defeated at green open water. A storm had whipped up, wrecking their ship and sending Napua, Manaya’s mother Kahelani, and Nali into the raven's eye, where they were sucked through the magical chasm and spat out seven years into the future, which is now. Nali says her final words to Manaya. She refuses to accept the princess back into her soul, which could save her for fear of killing Manaya in the process. Minaya sings a beautiful lullaby as one of her mothers dies. To escape the cove, Oka polymorphs V into a white dragon. This should be impossible, because dragons and giants are extinct and the weave has nothing in regards to draconic image to draw upon, but it works, weirdly enough, it works. And together, our heroes and Manaya's parents fly out of the raven's eye and back toward the weavespun nest where they meet up with Rev, the fully realized paragon of the raven queen, and set their sights on the championship. It's time for them as the victors of the derelict death derby to claim their prize. The audience with Atalanta. Plus... There are rumors of a nasty carnival in the depths of the championship that our PCs definitely need to check out. After saying goodbye to their daughter and her friends, Napua and Kahealani head to Dr. Luso's homestead on the edge of the Euclid chasm, while our PCs turn to travel toward the capital city of Raso in the championship of Nabal.